are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the chain. chain. <laughs> this is your host, Kendall Andreth. And I'm Sarah Shower, and we're the BCC Club, where each week we go down a rabbit hole of the internet. And Kendall, what are we talking about this week? That's my diet coke. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're bad. <laughs> this week we're talking about filming strangers in public. Mm-hmm. Bad, naughty, don't do it. You shouldn't. This is kind of a, I mean, we did briefly touch on this, depending on when the other episode comes out, uh, gym culture and like how people film themselves in the gym and then sometimes they accidentally get people in the background at their most vulnerable, hunched over, dry heaving. Yeah. Trying to work at an elliptical, you know, like that sort of thing. That felt so specific. That felt like that was a video of you that came out. <laughs> no, um, I think I've told this story before, but um, the uh, when I was starting to blow up on Vine when I was in college, literally eight years ago, um, actually nine. Oh, no. Twenty. <laughs> eight um and so like this girl came up to me i just had like twenty thousand followers i was like and she's yeah. like oh my god i know who you are and i was like this is my first time and then she's yeah. like you're the girl who fell off the treadmill at the gym when the power shut off and i was like yes i was and you that did? was uh, yeah that was two years earlier the power shut off and i like caught like i i it did slow eventually but i fell over the 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 bar <laughs> and it was so loud and, and that's then, how she recognized you not from vine yes that's deeply upsetting yeah <laughs> have you seen the video of the girl who's running on a treadmill and then she falls and then her she holds on to the bars and then her pants go. it keeps going and her leggings fully fly off and it's just her bare ass <laughs> yeah. and she's still hanging on yeah <laughs> i'm like you can't live that moment down like you have to move yes you just have to I but t- it's scary because i'm like if it's going fast you could be you could like flown to the moon. Oh, that does remind me. This morning, I was um, I I was driving here, and a guy was going downhill on his bike, and he fell off his bike. Oh. And no. I I wanted to stop, but I was like, I'm gonna be late. Um. Oh. So, but I felt so bad. Yeah, because falling off stuff when you're exercising is so vulnerable. Yeah. Did you get hurt on the treadmill? Um. Yes, I did. Yeah. How bad? Oh, just like a lot of scratches. You know, I was gonna say scrapes, but then I like was gonna say scratches. So I was like, scrap, scrap, scrap. Fell in the bike. Did you get uh? burns like from no um because i flew the opposite direction i feel like if i would have fallen backwards and like maybe pressed up against the actual treadmill part it would have like burned me what's like the worst fall you've ever done in public worst fall worst fall 
Um, so when my mom was stationed in Hawaii, um, <laughs> this is actually embarrassing. It was around the year 2000 and Razor Scooters had just come out. And so we hiked this trail in Hawaii and, um, there was, it wasn't a paved path. Um, and so, uh, we were like begging our mom to like, if we could take the Razor Scooters Yeah. and she's like, all right, fine. And so my sister's still in a stroller, but me and my brother have the Razor Scooters. And I remember going down the hill and I hit a rock and I fell like for like a solid 20 feet down the mountain. Oh my God. And then um, I was like, Mom, can you carry me? And she's, no. like, she's like, no. And then um, I was like, Hannah's big enough to walk. Can I go in the stroller? And she's like, no. And so Mom made me carry my razor scooter down the mountain. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, so my mom made me carry Hannah. Your, your mom was like, you're right. You carry Hannah. <laughs> she is too big. No, but um, I had to carry my, and I, I remember like my hands, elbows, and knees were just really fucked up. I feel like I would be a really chill parent. But I do think I would have two rules. One, no football. Oh, okay. Because I think it is so dangerous. Like, I... Yeah. Not just, like, dangerous. Like, I... Because I'm like, yeah, there would be things my kids would want to do. Like, mm -hmm. I broke my ankle when I was a kid doing soccer. Like, you can break your bones doing anything. Yeah. But every person I know who plays football has, like, insane injuries to their head. Yeah. In high school, every football player I knew was like, yeah, I've, I've had nine concussions. I'm like, yeah, I'm not letting my kid... Yeah. Do I mean... I don't know. If it'd be different if maybe if I adopted a kid who was older and they, they already, already liked played football, football, then I'm like, okay, then I'll be on yeah. the sidelines and be like, <laughs> woo, get all the concussions you want. But like, if I had a kid who was younger, I'd be like, we're not in football. Yeah. And my second rule would be no razor scooters. I'm not doing it with a razor scooters. Because of my story? Because of that story, no. Because oh. ev I know so many kids who got so fucking hurt on a razor scooter. My girlfriend, this is true, broke their wrist uh -huh. three times separately on a razor scooter. Oh my God. So their mom literally, so the first time they broke their wrist on a razor scooter, very, it was very upsetting. And their mom was like, no more razor scooters. My girlfriend kept sneaking in the razor scooters. Like they'd go to someone's house and be like, can I use your razor scooter? Yeah. Every time broke their wrist. Oh my God. And their mom would have to, I mean, and I'm just like, no, I'm, and you hit your ankles. Oh, yeah. Too dangerous. Something yeah. about them. You can have another scooter, just a Razor scooter. It's too much. No, yeah. I remember uh, when my mom was deployed one time. We lived in California. We had a riding lawnmower, which we didn't need because we had a very small yard. But my dad Fun. converted it to a go-kart. <laughs> and I remember my brother fell off and, like, fucked up one side of his body. So, yeah. I, I wouldn't let my children have a lot of things. Yeah. You, you would have a lot of rules? Yeah, I, I, Do you think you'd be a strict parent? Um, I uh, think I would try to be relaxed, but you know when someone tries to be relaxed and they're like, oh, yeah. I think I would like, I would have to really watch my blood pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be a really chill parent. Uh, chill in like a rules way. I don't think I'd yeah. be chill in like a I love you way. Like I think I'd be really like, do you want to spend some time together? Like yeah. I think I'd be really unchill in that way. But I think in terms of like rules, I feel like I'd be very chill. Um, Unless my kid was like, rude like I think in terms of like my oh, kid yeah. being rude which obviously sounds like duh but even when they were like five if they like came up to me and I was talking to someone and they started like pulling my shirt to be like mom mom I'd be like I'm talking to someone yeah <laughs> get the fuck away from me like I feel like in terms of like a kid being inconsiderate I have very yeah. low tolerance like even with like young kids I'm like don't why'd you interrupt me like oh yeah don't fucking do that no yeah I I would do that as well like um I just when it yeah kids like but I know as a kid like they don't think of it like that but I right. would I would you know instill some like that I think if um I I think I'm too straightforward so when it comes to like actual safety stuff I'd probably give them like this is how you use Narcan at fourteen <laughs> and they're like 
what is what does this go to? And I'd be like, I'm sorry. But um But I think it's good. Like I have talked about this before my mom in terms of like how she dealt with alcohol in our, growing up. Like yeah. since I was six years old. Like I remember her being like, being drunk is not fun. When you're blackout in a bathroom at a bar, vomiting everywhere, you're gonna and I'm like six years old being like, yeah. I'm not gonna drink alcohol. But I think it literally by the time I got to college, I was like, Yeah, I don't wanna get drunk. Like yeah. my mom has talked about it as if it's like getting the worst disease ever yeah i'm not interested in having the flu right now and even to this day i'm like yeah, i've never been blackout drunk ever addiction is very heavy on my mom's side of the family oh she well it's just maybe tmi she addicted to- um uh, probably control no um you feel like she's addicted to making me feel like shit <laughs> i think so i don't know she's not ad- I, uh, i'm not addicted to anything thank god because i've only seen her drunk once she cried so hard it was my brother going off to college <laughs> But then she had two margaritas and she was like crying. She has so much going on inside she of does. her. It's really scary. I whenever I hear a story about her, I just feel like in the right way, if she'd had the right life, she could have been good. But That's, it's not yeah. it's really sad. Yeah. Like um I like, yeah, like she she's such a smart individual and she is capable of caring for people that are not her or she has no involvement with. So it's like I don't she could have been cool. man yeah it's always it's always good to hear from addicts as well because i do think like even like when i was growing up my mom would like if we if i was like at thanksgiving i was like can i have a sip of wine she'd be like sure and then i'd like drink it and be like this tastes like shit i don't want this and i think it helped me with my relationship with alcohol but then i had a friend so i was always like i would do that if i had kids and then i had a friend be like oh yeah that's that's fine but i've i've known people who like their parents did that yeah and then they like became an alcoholic at like 10 yeah and i'm like wow i would have never thought about that the thought of me sitting with my kid and like handing them alcohol i mean i guess it would have happened yeah. no matter what so not like it's that person's fault but yeah. i just would have never thought about that yeah well i think like if anything i mean you do have adhd so like if you are worried about your kid having a sip of alcohol like they could become addicted but you just got to expose them to other ways to spike their dopamine so like sports yeah. or taking shopping. So yeah, like, once they take yeah. a sip of the wine, I'll do one of those air horns. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just like distract. You uh, do like uh, conditioning. Yeah. You like make the. <laughs> in, but now they want alcohol every time they're at like a football game. <laughs> That's what I do feel like. To me, if I was a parent, I would just do everything based on Pavlov response. What was I saying? How was your week? <laughs> I don't think I asked you. It was good. We um. It was good. Uh, what else happened? We made Christmas cookies, watched horror movies. Oh, fun. I set out my Christmas Legos. So um, I guess like more, the better question would probably be, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Because it's in two days. Oh, yeah. And so just Naomi and I are going to, um, since I like, we're just going to make like a casserole and sweet potato dish. Nice. They've mentioned some Polish dish. And if you guys don't know, the main ingredient in Polish dishes is mayonnaise. <laughs> so I'm like... I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is going to be bad. You know what I mean? I really want the more you talk about Poland. I really want there to be a reality show of like you having to live in Poland for a year because it feels like just everything that you hate in one country. Country? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. it's it's a complete. Yeah, it's a country. (laughs) So scared. Um, It's like an impossible language to learn as well. Yeah, I have a hard time with like. English. (laughs) Yeah. As stupid as that sounds, which is my first language. Um, And. It is hard for me to. I was talking to an Uber driver about this because my <laughs> Duolingo went off. Yeah. And this it was, this was in New York, and he was so sweet, and he was like, 
oh, are you learning Spanish? Because I like immediately silenced it, but it was too late. And he yeah. was like, oh, you're learning Spanish. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I, I just... Um, I just moved to the U.S. recently, like four years ago, and I didn't speak any English. He's yeah. like, talking to me in like perfect English. I was like, <laughs> perfect. You're like literally a genius yeah. or whatever. And he was then trying to give me all these tips for Spanish and like how yeah. to speak Spanish, whatever. And he was saying, which I said, I was like, Spanish does feel harder. <laughs> I mean, to me, anything would be yeah. hard. But he, 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 agreed. he was like, you know, learning English was a little bit easier than I, I've watched people learning Spanish because English, it's like, if I say, like, where are you? Uh huh. Where the word where, the word are, and the word you are the same. Yeah. Even if you're using those in a different, if you're saying where are you versus if you're saying there you are. Yes. You're saying are using it in the same way. Do you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like Spanish, it's like about what you're saying. So it's like you have to be like thinking about what you're saying before the words come out. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's also gendered. Yes. And so you have to remember the genders of like sausage. Yeah. La salchichas, I think. I don't know. <laughs> um, so it's just hard. So if I'm saying like, where are you from? Where are you from? Would be like the same. It'd be the same. Like I, if I was, as I'm saying it, this is, what is this? I'm like giving a Spanish lesson. I, everyone's yeah. going to be like, you're saying everything incorrectly. But yeah. like, where are you from in English? Where is just like in the exact spot that you'd put, where are you from? Whereas yes. I guess in Spanish should be, uh... I'm not even gonna try. See, mm -hmm. this is this is like eight years in. I can't even say where you're from. Yeah. Uh, something day, a day is from. This is terrible. I don't know. But anyways, it's just different order. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, the cool thing when I was like learning German, German has a sentence like a pretty set in stone sentence structure. Yeah. So you just like, I mean, yeah, it's one of those things though. You have to think about what you're gonna say before you say it. But I mean, like that's for pretty much anything. Um, cause it's yeah. like just, but yeah. Oh, you want to know something crazy? So when we were in England, I don't, this is like, I don't know if this is dumb American or like if this is endearing. It really depends on your perception of me. But um, when we were in England, I was getting so overwhelmed, like being in a different place and listening to English accents like is cool. Yeah. But it was like it also felt incredibly foreign. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, I would hear someone speaking Spanish and I was like, oh, thank God, an American. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Because there's, I mean, and I know that not everyone who speaks Spanish is from America, but like, right. there's Spanish is such a common language to hear. Yes. Here that it felt like being at home. Well, that was one thing my girlfriend and I kept saying in London. We were like, I was like, every person I pass is speaking a different language. Like, I was like, it was so, yeah. I thought it was so, in, like, it was so cool. Like, I, I could tell that it was like, I mean, 20 different languages you'd hear just walking through the yeah. park. Um, I was like, that's so interesting. I feel like in the, where, I mean, in California, you just hear English or you hear Spanish. But or the, Armenian, you hear Armenian. The thing is, is, okay, so in, like, Europe is clearly smaller than America. Mm -hmm. America is massive. And, like, if every state spoke a different language, like we had our own languages, that would be basically Europe. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. But, um, I want to hear Alabama's language. <laughs> well, Alabama, I mean, the southern accents would be, I mean, because if you think about they're they think about Louisiana, which is just right there. I, Cajun is so fucking fun. Yes, it is. I think accents are so interesting. Yeah, because <laughs> even and Cajun always I always find it so interesting. Like whenever my girlfriend's from New Orleans. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking about it about this recently because so in the sketch show I did last night, uh -huh. um, that Sarah Kim saw the uh, 
we have a sketch where we do Midwestern accents. Yeah. And Chaz, who did the show with me, was really struggling with it. And it kept turning into an Irish accent. Oh, yeah. Which you would never think of those two as, like, similar. Yeah. But they are so similar in cadence. Like, they're yeah. so, so, like, just one little thing is off to, for making an Irish accent. Yeah. And he just, like, couldn't make it not Irish. And I was like, that's so interesting because I'm pretty good with accents. I can't do an Irish accent. I've never tried very hard. But, like, yeah. I think most accents I can kind of naturally. I'm sure if a dialect coach listened to it, they'd be like, this is not good. But, like, yeah. I can pretty naturally do a lot of accents. I cannot naturally do an Irish accent. And I think it's because it's too similar to Midwestern. Yeah. Um, and there are some times where I go, because now, like, I do this character online with a Midwestern accent. And it's, like, heightened over time to where it's, like, nobody talks like this. This is not a... Yeah. This is not a uh, like technically good Midwestern accent. This is yeah. just like a crazy character I do. But people will be like, are you doing an Irish accent? And I've always been like, that's crazy. How does that sound like that? But they are very similar. Yeah. So I just think it's interesting. There are a lot of like American dialects that are just pulling so much from something that sounds so different. I don't know. No, yeah. Like um, it's cool. Like Cajun sounds so unique because it's a combination of two languages. So that's why it's like, and then in North Carolina, North Carolina is the state with the most accents to like, like not just people who've immigrated to like yeah. it's it's the most unique accents of the area, and uh, Appalachian is incredibly unique because yeah. they're so isolated. But um, and then it's kind of cool for the Midwestern accent. You can it's almost like a, you can see a clear transition into Canada, yeah. where it's like the smoothest transition of like an accent. Um, it's cool. It's really freaking cool. I think accents are really cool. It's fascinating. It's like my favorite thing. It's also so interesting because like. I think the internet has changed accents so much. Yeah. This is once again a fact that I'm making up right now. So this might, someone who works in dialect might be like, this is fully wrong. Mm -hmm. But I just noticed how like, like my whole family, a lot of my family is from Alabama, North Carolina. Yeah. So my dad had an insanely deep accent. Yeah. My mom had a really deep accent. And then when she moved to California, it's died down a little, but also like, I can't hear it because she's my mom. So she just like sounds like my mom, but like people will be like, oh, your mom has a Southern accent. Yeah. Like whenever we go to the grocery store, someone's like, where are you from? Um, But like, I know, like, I'll see on the internet someone who talks just, like, generic. I don't know what the word is. I feel like talks like me, and they're like, I'm from Alabama, well, it's born like and raised. like a standard American accent. You're just, like, standard American, yeah, standard yeah. American accent. And they're like, I'm born in Alabama, lived here my whole life, I go to college here, but they, like, don't have an accent. I'm like, that's so interesting. Like, yeah. you're from the South. Yeah. But I don't find you to have an accent. Um, I do, like, when I drink, it comes out. But my mom is from Alabama, my dad's from Wisconsin, so my dad has a Midwestern accent and my mom has a Southern, so it sounds real weird. But, yeah, like, it's, um, yeah, it really depends on how rural the area is. Yeah. Like, it's it's truly, like, if you're in a, like, a suburban place, you're less likely to have an accent. But if you're in a big city mm. or incredibly rural area, like, you're going to have those two accents. When you're in middle ground... You're going to have very... Do you oh. think the internet's changed it, though, where it's, like, people who live in rural Alabama are hearing, like, a tr like a standard American dialect often? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, you're, you're probably more likely to pick up the accent of the people around you. I mean, a, oh, a cool accent is, like, it's also incredibly unique is the international American accent, uh, an international English accent. Oh, Learning sure. English from an international school, that's a weird accent. Because it's everything. Because it could be like, it, it could be like you have a teacher who's American or you have a teacher who's English and then you have a teacher who's maybe oh. a second language is English. And so like now you're learning English through the grapevine. Right. Well, right, I mean, right. everyone is technically is, but it's. That's like, so interesting. You know what the internet <laughs> has also changed? 
What is it, Sarah? Filming? <laughs> People in public. <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Kendall, and I'm so excited today to share with you that today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. I love ZocDoc. We know it to be true. There are so many things in life that you have to compromise, especially because of budget, the clothes you buy, the food you buy, and healthcare should not be one of those things. No matter your budget, you should always be getting good care when it comes to your health. Check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. I use ZocDoc. I have a bunch of health issues, and it is so nice when a new one arises. For example, my feet randomly hurting so bad that I cannot walk anywhere. Um, I don't know an orthopedic doctor, so it's great to go on ZocDoc and make sure that I'm finding one um, that has a bunch of really good reviews from people who have used them before. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC. Yeah, filming people in public. We started with things like Billy on the Street and Practical Jokers. Can I... Here's what I think is different about this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure this is going to be set. But all of those, I would assume, like if you're on Billy on the Street, yeah, you film that. He, I know it looks like he runs away, but I'm sure a person comes up to you and is like, can you sign this thing to say that you're okay being Yeah, like on a Billy release, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are filmed and are like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. And I feel like it's probably similar with all of these, like Impractical Jokers, or like, what would you do? My favorite show. Um, oh yeah, I love those. Sometimes it's blurred out. You yeah. Know? I don't know if I've talked about. It. I think I've talked to you about this, but I always, when I was younger, thought I was on an episode of What Would You Do? Yeah. Anytime anything happened in public, I would be like, "Don't do that." Yeah. And be like waiting for what's his name to come out. Jo- Enunciate with perfect posture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it, John? Quinones. Quinones. I was always like, he's going to come out. Yeah. Um, but like on those, it's like sometimes faces are blurred. So it's like, yeah, you have to get permission from people mm-hmm. um, or it won't be allowed. So like, but it started out as kind of that and has moved to the internet um, where people just post strangers on social media, mm-hmm. usually to embarrass them. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hill writes, um, we've been using the internet to judge strangers for as long as we've had the internet. But the common trait shared by most, much of the obnoxious content today is that someone can choose to elevate a stranger for no reason beyond their own gratification, attracting attention at a scale unimaginable in the days of relics like Hot or Not and People of Walmart. Oh, yeah, I do remember People of Walmart. They would just take pictures of poor people at Walmart, and they'd be like, look at this Walmart person. And it's, like, always someone... It's just, like, all based in ableism and fat phobia. Like, every photo of those. It's like classism, too. Well, 100%. Totally. But I'm like, it was always... And I... There's like this photo that went viral a really long time ago of these two plus size women at Disneyland wearing a crew. I think I've probably talked about this. They were wearing a crew neck sweatshirt Uh that was cute. They're wearing a knee length um, shorts, shorts, jean shorts, and then like New Balance tennis shoes. Yeah, and it like went viral, which is so embarrassing for people sharing that. It's like that went viral and just making fun of how ugly their outfits were. Yeah, and then literally an identical photo was posted of Gigi Hadid like that same day that went viral for her looking so hot wearing like literally the same exact outfit yeah maybe not Gigi Hedge I just named a random model but like yeah, some yeah. famous model was like wearing the same exact thing it's like yeah they were wearing like an in outfit it's just like truly fat phobia but I feel like at Walmart 
I'm like, yeah, some people, are, it just truly is like people who can't afford new clothes. Yeah. It's like also like you can't tell who's mentally ill and 100%. like. 100%. Oh, oh, I fucking hate when they like take a picture of like an addict on the street and they're like, I'm just raising awareness. I'm like, we're pretty much aware that people are down and out. Like you don't or have to. It'll be like a meme. It'll be like me going to get my coffee in the morning. Yeah. And then it's like an addict like running. Yeah. I'm like, this is insane yeah i just am like you should i i i don't know it just makes me be scared this is what i've been telling my partner recently where i'm like i just am like not reading comments anymore i'm like done reading comments. like i yeah not even because it not because it bugs me like not because i'm like oh people hate me yeah i just think we've both been like reading when you read internet comments you feel like you're seeing representation of like everyone in the yeah. world and you're not because like most people don't comment on mm-hmm. things <laughs> um you're getting like that specific like a, a youtube commenter yeah. and a mean youtube co- not like a yeah. nice normal youtube commenter who's just like yay this is great but like a mean youtube commenter and then it's like yeah most people in the world are not like that but it feels like this is a representation of like the population yeah and it just really warps your perception and makes you be like i'm seeing this photo of this like homeless person on drugs and all the comments are like making fun of them. Like, is that the world we live in? Yeah. Where every single comment is that? Is that every single person? It's like, no, that's not every single person. But it yeah. just like warps your brain. I mean, I do think there's a lot of people like that, which is fucked up. But yeah, it's like you could even see it like um, like with before the Internet, like uh, <clears throat> those call in segments on the news. If you think about those call in segments, it's going to be someone who's either really pissed off or really happy. Like there's rarely like someone who's like neutral is like calling in like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fine with that. Or, like, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Like, because, I mean, yeah. why would they call in? So you're only going to get the two extremes. What do you think about, and I don't know if we're going to get to this, but I just think it's an interesting, I think it's a controversial topic. Um, people film homeless people on the internet. Uh-huh. And I know how I feel about this, but they, well, I don't know. I think it's, it's a t- I don't know. I'm just going to ask the yeah. question. They film homeless people uh-huh. giving them stuff. Yeah. And are like, can I put you on my TikTok? Yeah. And then they like either raise money through their TikTok for people or they're like, I'm raising awareness. The raising awareness is bullshit. But the, if you raise money for them, you have to be um, like, if so, I understand you shouldn't film yourself giving a thousand dollars to a homeless person. That's just like jerking yourself off and we're all watching. But like, just give the a thousand dollars. You don't have to film it. And then you have that in. You know that inward value, but you know, you so don't film it. If you are gonna film it, the least you could do is raise money for them and then give them that. And but you, you also yeah. have to get their full permission, and they you have to make sure that they understand what they're agreeing yeah. to. If, That's what I was gonna say because I was like, I think I've seen some before. I'm like, <laughs> this person cannot be consenting. Yeah, to this. you know what I mean. Yeah, like they're if they're like mentally ill or if they're using, you have to make sure. And so that's just, but yeah. I think it's it's like complicated, but I do think there's somewhere I'm just like, yeah, this is, I remember the LeBrant fam posted a video. Uh-huh. They do stuff like this all the time. But it was like going door to door and paying people's rent for them. And it was like, I'm sure they asked if they could use the footage for their video. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it was like, I'm sure it wasn't like these people didn't approve of this, but it was like knocking on people's door in like a pretty bad neighborhood and being, and they're answering the door like, what the hell like what do you want mm-hmm. and then paying their rent for a few months and then at the end she was like i just we wanted to post this on the internet because um like we want to inspire people yeah to, and i was like that is so stupid and also like i don't sometimes think people realize how much youtubers like that make like 
the amount of money they made on that video is more than they gave away in the video. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm like, at least give the full amount you made on the video to these people. Seriously. But I just think it's a, it's a complicated. I don't know. I've just seen people argue about it in comment sections before because I think it is con- like it's um, some people have those channels that they like. Yes. Raise money. That's the whole point of the channel. But they're like also filming homeless people. I think it just like ethically gets weird. But it's also I it don't does. Have a, I don't have a fix for it. But mm-hmm. um, anyways, sorry. This, this <laughs> but speaking of YouTube, it did start around 2014, 2016, like prank content. They'd like do a quote social experiment. Oh, I hated this. They were um there's also like random acts of kindness. I don't hate that. But um they would do like those those prank videos where they'd like grab a girl's butt and they'd be like, dude, it's just a prank. And I that like pissed me off. Wait, they would actually though grab a girl. They would they would like um But the girl was an actor? No. They just like go up and like smack her butt and they're like, It's a prank, dude. What's and they, the prank? You did do it. <laughs> you did sexually assault someone, but um I remember that. That was on Vine too. I hated that so much. I hate that now. If um I don't know, but thankfully those people are, they're not dead. They're still here. They're probably like successful YouTubers. (laughs) They're Cole LeBrant now. Um, (laughs) There are examples from TikTok like, do you want to start the first one? Yes, I do. So a person crying in Times Square. Um, Insane. So the dancer and content creator Juan Archer approached a group of young people in Times Square. Archer tapped a person in a black spaghetti strap dress on their shoulder and extended his hand for a high five. The person looks shaken up and runs to a girl in a green dress who turns out to be their who turns out to be their sister for support. Commenters were initially filled with scorn for the person in the black dress whom they felt was crying over a friendly and innocent gesture. Commenters thought this person was being dramatic and possibly racist because Archer is black and the person in the dress is white. Um, it appears that Archer has since deleted the TikTok video. So then the context is the person's sister decided to post a two-part response to the video on TikTok explaining her sibling is autistic and that their intense reaction to strangers' touch was due to contamination OCD. Contamination OCD causes sufferers to feel burning sensations when touched. Her sibling's reaction would have been the same no matter who approached them. She explains, though, her sibling does have trauma responses to men in particular. They also confirmed that she and her sibling have no idea they were being filmed at the time. Yeah, so um, I did see this. This dude, <sighs> it would, I guess normally would be an innocent gesture. He did, I think, go for like a high five. But mm. they did um, retreat. And so, I mean, the contamination of OCD and autism, that's perfectly legitimate. You shouldn't have filmed people in the first place, you know? Or you should have gone up to maybe people and been like, hey, I'm a content creator. Would you mind if I film? I'm not filming right now, you know? So they can be like, no or yes. Because then, I mean, also, the thing that really annoys me is when content creators don't go up to bat for someone, you know what I mean? Or, like, they let their commenters run wild. And they're like, oh, that's that's the commenters. Like, I didn't imply that, you know, they were racist. It's like... No, but you let them do that in the comment section. And now that person, if people recognize them, like now they're like, oh, you know, it's just it becomes a whole thing. You have to go up to bat. If you film people, you have to vehemently defend them after they've consented and someone misconstrued something. Yeah. Or even if you have like, I don't know, I think if you have like a if you have like a guest on if you have a guest on the podcast, whatever it is, you have a guest, I don't know. And the comments are just like so mean about like something they can't fix. Like it's different if someone like 
like if we had a guest on our podcast, for example, who like said something really fucked up. Yeah. And we for some reason kept it in. And then like all the comments are like, that's fucked up. That's different. But if someone's like has a haircut that is different yeah. and all the comments are roasting the haircut, I'm like, I think if it's on your channel, it's your duty to like protect those people. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yes. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But um, yeah, that's like really hard. I also think it's one of those things where it's like it is not, um, I think in terms of like tolerance and like making sure people like you're aware of other people's like we we can't know what everyone is going through at all times like there's yeah. no way he would have known this person has contamination contamination ocd but it's like the taking accountability of like well first of all i think yeah you should have gone out before him and like yeah. i'm gonna film you but even i i don't think i think sometimes people can't separate that it's like this guy's probably i don't know him maybe he is a bad person i don't know but he doesn't he's from this he's not a bad person yeah but you still did something that really was detrimental to a person yeah and so, first of all, why you'd post that, I don't know. Yeah. But just, I think sometimes people are like, well, how am I supposed to know? And I'm like, well, you just found out after. what You found out after you did something, it affected someone. Resolve that, you know what yeah. I mean? Rather than like, yeah, I'm sure if you touched most people, it wouldn't bother them. But Yeah, but I can imagine in Times Square, if you have contamination OCD and autism, it's so gross and overwhelming too. that yeah. even the simplest of gestures probably could have literally resulted in that you know but also honestly if you live in a city and i lived in new york don't go up and be touching people i mean i don't think you should be touching anyone anywhere but i'm like if when i lived in new york i was you're so hyper aware all the time because you walk everywhere you take the subway you're like constantly you have to like have your eyes like back of your head aware of what's going on with you so if someone went to touch me, I'm pretty sure I would like swing around and backhand them. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, don't touch someone in New York. You're going to get like, you're, I mean, if you're like a, sometimes I look at these people who have these prank channels. I'm like, you're going to get the shit beat out of you one day. Like truly yeah. get the shit beat out of you. Like I, yeah, you just can't do stuff like that. And it's like al- dangerous. Yeah. And since there is so much going on in like Times Square specifically, if there even was someone filming in a very like close proximity, there's so much going on. You don't know. If, you don't even know to look that direction. Probably. Yeah. You're just looking straight forward at someone like, you know, coming up to give you a high five. But yes. Yeah. There's also um, Harrison Pollock giving a bouquet to a stranger. So this is what happens in the video. Australian TikTok creator Harrison Pollock filmed himself spontaneously handing a bouquet of flowers to a woman named Marie, who is sitting alone at a table in a Melbourne shopping center. In Pollock's video, he approaches the woman and asks her to hold a bouquet of flowers as he puts his jacket on. Then he walks away, leaving the flowers with her. The reaction is many enjoyed the video and viewed it as a random act of kindness. It's still available, has 13.2 million likes. Um, The response and context, after the video gained over 50 million views, Marie told ABC Radio Melbourne that she felt incredibly dehumanized by the video. In the interview, Marie said, these artificial things are not random acts of kindness. He interrupted my quiet time, filmed and uploaded a video without my consent, turning into something it wasn't. And I feel like he is making quite a lot of money through it. He is. Um, mm-hmm. Marie said she was never given the opportunity to decide if she wanted to accept the flowers, adding she later felt like clickbait for how commenters describe her as a heartbreaking tale. Pollock eventually apologized amid all the backlash, but also doubled down and said that he would continue performing these, quote, acts of kindness. Th- this is a problem with all of this stuff. Is it? I guess it's a problem with, but it's just like, I think what people don't always realize is like how much money these people make. And that yeah. this is this person's, I don't know this person specifically, but like for the most part, this is these people's full-time job. And it's like, when you're looking at like a, 
a YouTube couple, for example, or are those prank TikTok talk YouTube channels? It's like none of these are pranks. Like these are planned film videos. It's like when I like I do character content. Yeah. Every single week I write for a full day, like my sketches I'm gonna do. I have a filming day with like a like a person who films them for me. Yeah. I have like editing along it's like it's a lot of planning. None of it is spontaneous. None of it's just yeah. like, oh, we're this happened. So it's like when you have a thing like this as your full time job, this mm-hmm. man is like sitting writing down probably what ideas he's gonna do what like uh acts of kindness he's gonna do and then he's going to try to like crank out as many as possible and he's making so much money off of it it's like yeah this is not acts of kindness it also like i think it also feels weirdly like it's like what is the act of kindness now she just like is carrying around these flowers it's like mm-hmm. the reason getting flowers feels good is because you feel like someone's giving you flowers that you like yeah. know not just like a random person being like here's flowers like it doesn't really yeah. make sense so you think it's just such a self it's like i think so much about acts of kindness is like where it comes from you know what i mean yeah so it's like if someone sees you even if it's a stranger and it's like i want to give you these flowers because i saw you and you just looked i just wanted to make you smile i don't know i would be like that's weird but yeah <laughs> um it, it's all about like intent and so yeah. it's like the intent is always for this person to make money and get views so there's no act of kindness ever even if it's yes. like i'm giving a thousand dollars to this waitress i think there is a difference between like i mean it's still good that she got a thousand dollars so that's mm-hmm. you know okay I, I don't know if i'd change that but it's like that person's not doing an act of kindness yes that person is doing his job yes i think um people this is also an example of people downplaying consent because they're like oh everyone loves getting flowers so why why is making why is filming it any different i mean in a Similar way, but like not similar way. It's like if you think about a sex worker who can get paid to like do stuff um, and that's totally valid as a form of income. But if they don't know that you're filming them, like sure, they may be fine with the act that's going on normally, but like they didn't consent to that part. So to be like, oh, but normally this would be an okay thing to do. It's like, no, that you added another layer to it. So normally getting a bouquet from a random person would be so nice. But then as soon as you're filmed and it's like exploited, that's where, and it's it's just like. And you have to be paid because I, I like, I don't know. You have to be paid for that too. And none of these people are ever paid for this. But internet hate and internet attention and internet like, all of that is a cost like that. I mean, a lot of these people, you could lose your job. Yeah. You lose, I mean, but also just even down to like people making fun of the way you look in the comment section. Uh-huh. It's like when you look at people like, for example, like uh, Selena Gomez. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. She makes so much money, obviously, like yeah. probably more money than I can even imagine. But it's also like she has to have such a big house because she like can't leave her house. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. Think we've talked about this before, but like. There are celebrities who it's like they can't go do anything normal, so they have to like build a fucking bowling alley in their house, which feels insane. But it's like, well, you imagine if you could never leave your house. Like, yeah, it's not that that isn't necessary. It's not yeah. like they have to have that. But like, it just it's like it, you're paying for you're paying for like someone who's given up that part of themselves, like a privacy, like the ability to lead any normal life, the ability to like go walk around their block, like any of that that is like what that money is for. So when I think there does get this interesting thing where the internet is kind of like, it's like, there's a lot of people on the internet who I would say are bordering A-list celebrities. You know what I mean? Like internet really, I mean, huge internet celebrities who like even like, like grandparents know it's like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, but they're not, obviously they're compensated a lot. I'm not saying they need to be compensated more, but Mm -hmm. they're, 
they couldn't afford like full-time security. They couldn't afford like, uh, I guess the biggest ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. the, like a normal, I don't know. They can't afford what like Selena Gomez has or like yeah. what any of that. Um, but they're still getting all the internet hate. They still have like their safety concerns. Like I think people don't really realize that. Like when yeah. you're really, really famous, there are true safety concerns. Like you cannot just like humbly live in a normal apartment because yeah. like you will get hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, or there's a huge chance or it's just like so scary that you can't. Um, and so what am I even saying? I don't. No, I, but- I understand. I think um, this actually ties really well in with our family vloggers thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Imagine if this woman was a child, like a four year old child. Yeah. And you found out that millions of people. I mean, even if it's nice that your child got a bouquet, like there's someone now making a lot of money off of your child. You didn't know that your child was filmed. So like. To, it's like it's a complete misunderstanding of like the power of the internet like it's the same reasoning as to why parents feel entitled to film their children because they're like oh it's it's not that big of a deal if it's not that big of it like you're literally filming them for eight hours a day so like you must realize the power of the internet before you step into the conversation of filming people in public yes like put that's it, exactly what it yeah. is because it's like even if you're filming your kid going to disney yeah, I think as a parent, yeah. you say, well, why do I need to pay my kid to go to Disney? Like, we'd be doing this anyway, and it's fun for them. And it's like, because you are paying them for, well, a million things, but you need to be paying them for what you are taking from them, which is privacy, which is, it's like, and I think it just is something a lot of people don't think about because they're just like, oh, celebrities are just like, and they're just like anybody else, and yeah. they just, whatever. But I'm like, you are giving up a huge part of yourself if you are an A-list, B-list celebrity. You're giving up, like, so much. Yeah. And so when you're taking your kid to Disneyland and filming them, it's not about you paying them for the hard work they did hourly that day. It's about you paying them for, like, all the things they will mm-hmm. never get to do or never experience or the bullying or the whatever. So when you film someone in public, it's like they have not signed up to be have their weight commented on by yeah. 300,000 people. Like, they just haven't signed up for that. Yeah. And, like, you have to be compensated for that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're you're um, actually incredibly naive if you, like, think... <laughs> I thought no. at first you were talking to me. Oh, no, no. I actually think you're incredibly no. naive, Kendall. <laughs> you, uh, actually, I would say you're incredibly naive if you think, oh, everything is innocent. Because we talked about in the Family Vloggers episode... There will, or like people will take a, in their eyes, because their mind is not foul, an innocent photo of their daughter doing maybe a somersault. And you find out where that picture goes. It's on the dark web. All these creepy guys are looking at it. And so sometimes you'll tell this point to people and they're like, ew, that's such a disgusting thought. And it's like, yes, it is. That's the point. I know that you're not having it. And just because your mind is clean and your intentions, are good, quote unquote, doesn't mean that everyone else's is. Right. So you think about how that could translate to filming a random woman in public. Kendall just talked about an innocent photo of two women walking together with crew necks and long shorts, but they're like they they were torn to pieces for their body type. So if this woman yeah. is deviates outside of any conventional beauty standards, don't have an innocent mind about it. They're gonna tear her apart, right? Yeah. Like if you have to. You have to let your mind go to a nasty place and to truly drive the point home. It's like if they did not consent to this or they cannot, you should not be doing it. Yeah. 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 I just think people get so stuck in like that. We've talked about this before, but like the hourly, it's like, well, okay. Even I'm like, if a parent, because I know some parents like I pay my kids. I'm like, I have a feeling you're like, well, I pay my kids. I'd pay them for chores. Like, oh, if I pay my kid $20 an hour, I'm like, you can't. You have to look at the cost of what your. Yeah. 
you're taking from them. Like you have to, you have to pay. I mean, to me, you just shouldn't get to decide that for them. But yeah. like, cause I think, I, I just don't think that's fair, but I do think it's like, a, you have to pay a lot to like that's, take away your kid's childhood and then take away your kid's future yeah, that's, for a lot of ways. That's also not a valid point because like if you're a regular employer and I walk into your store and your cashier is nine and I'm a cop and I'm like, you cannot be working here. It wouldn't be a valid defense for the owner to come out and be like, I'm literally paying them. Yeah. Well, and this video went viral the other day. I saw someone talking about it because it was a a family vlogger had posted a video and I saw this a while ago and I, it was like it was like a video of her showing her itinerary her work itinerary for a Disney trip they were doing. Yeah. And she says in the video, she's like, so we're, you know, we're setting up right now the videos. She's a family vlogger. We're setting up the videos we're going to film while we're in Epcot. And um, we're not doing too many because I want the kids, like, I don't want to be working the whole time. Yeah. Um, and then she shows the calendar. And it is literally, like, 40 videos. Yeah. 40 videos in a couple days. Like, and that is a, That's a, a lot. lot of videos. Like, and I think it, it can, like, because I film... On, like, my biggest filming day, and I know I'm doing, like, characters, yeah. but, like, on my biggest filming day, I do eight to ten videos. And that's, like, a massive day of, like, full working, yeah. eight hours. Like, it's a lot. So on this couple-day vacation, they're filming 40 videos. Uh-huh. It's, like, and it's planned out. It's not, they try to make it seem spontaneous. Like, it's, like, yeah. oh, my kid just happened to do this and I filmed it. It's not. Because you can't do that all the time like yeah. your kid is not always gonna do think of like your home videos like mm -hmm. i'm sure there's like five home videos that my mom caught of me on camera that could be a funny tiktok yeah <laughs> but like that does not happen every day yes so you have to curate these things you have to be like have your kid do two takes or like i have home videos that i'm like oh that could have been funny but like she's five so she said it kind of wrong yeah or she's five so like she said it i couldn't hear her but all of them aren't like that. They're all perfect. These kids are working. Yeah. Like they are fully working. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think it's similar. It's like you have to be compensated for that. So if you're, and I, I do think they do this with kids where like a man on the street will do like kid videos. Mm -hmm. And like I think about like the corn kid. Yeah. And I don't know anything about this, but I'm like, I have a feeling he was not compensated probably enough for all of the work he was doing. Oh, yeah. There are like um, video essays about like uh, people who have like viral clips of like, Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. Like, those people have not been, like, properly compensated. You, like, if you can't go to Bella Noches, like, where can you go? Yeah. Like, there's so many sound bites of, like, people on the news, and they, like, those go viral. And, like, I mean, they're making a lot of money. Like, a lot of money. And it's not going to the actual people who did it. Yeah. Like, that, it's just, like... Is the Ain't Nobody Got Time for That? Did she... This might be fully wrong. I heard she she was... She became rich. Is yeah, that I think not true? If she did, it's probably because she went after the people who filmed her. I think because because the only reason I say that is because I think now it's because I think back then it was like when ain't nobody got time for that came out. Uh -huh. That was like the pinnacle of a meme. You know what yeah. I mean? That was like the meme. That was like yeah. everything for and for a long time. It's like when when what does the fox say came out and it was like oh we're all this is everything's going on. Yeah, but I feel like now there's such a like influx of viral clips. It's yeah, like I. The corn one was, like, stuck around way longer than I feel like anything stuck around yeah. in a really long time. But I feel like now there'll be just, like, a new viral thing every day. Yeah. A new kid goes viral that, like, back then he would have been, like, on Ellen and would have been, like, doing interviews yeah. on red carpets. But now it's just, like, yeah, there's too many viral children and too many viral people Yeah, to have that. So I'm, like, I think people now are, like, not getting compensated at all because it's just, like, yeah, you know, even all have, like, 
like sometimes because I think if you reach out to someone who's from a small town who like doesn't want to be an entertainer yeah someone reaches out to them and like can we use this video for this and this and this they're just like cool yeah but I'll have like brands reach out to me and like can we use this video of yours like in it I'm like no you can't use a video of me in your ad about like you have to pay me like a lot of money for that you can't just do that Mm -hmm. but I think people get like it's not even I guess taken advantage of as the best thing to say but not in a way that they're naive it's like how would they I mean I guess technically naive but like how would they know they're not in this industry yes but they like prey on people who are just like excited to be on TV exactly. which I think is a very funny phenomenon what how long have you had glasses on my head well, I mean do you wear glasses I never I wear glasses I'm supposed to wear glasses all the time but oh, I don't sorry. ever when we're recording I just saw them and I was like have you always worn glasses no I never wear it when we're recording but I have really bad eyesight <laughs> okay but I also want to say everything that you were saying yes absolutely does make sense they're just excited to be a part of something bigger and they don't with they don't realize how much money they could be making and then it's it, like there's people dedicated this is a little different but i really one day i'm like i want to make a tv show about like because there are families that were so obsessed with getting on america's home videos uh-huh. that it was like their life like their family's mission to yeah. get on america's funniest home videos which is such a deeply funny thing to me that was the that was the downfall like that's where we, the america's home video predicted everything you know <laughs> Because you, because they created, like, trying to create a viral, I mean, they're, like, they were, like, the precursor to Vine. Like, yeah. that's, like, try to create a funny, quick clip. Oh, what, um, what's that thing with Rob Deerdeck? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's the last, like, traditional media show this clip, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Because who's uh, going to watch that now? Because you just, that's the internet. Yeah. But it feels like America's Home Videos was, like. That just turned into people trying to create really fast, funny content. Yeah. With children. All it always had children. Yeah. Or a grandpa a grandparent, like you say. Yeah. To get the grandparent or a dog. Get someone who can consent, which is a grandparent. And they're also wacky. But <laughs> speaking of um older people, an elderly woman leaving the Barbie movies. So someone films an elderly woman walking out of the Barbie screening on her own. The TikTok video currently has 11.2 million views, 2.9 million likes. The reaction, many of the comments on the video focused on how sad it was that the woman had to go watch this film on her own. I hate this so much. Like, yeah. this irks me in the deepest way possible because I see videos like this all the time of like an old man eating alone. Yeah. Whatever. I'm like, imagine if you were eating alone. I go out and eat alone. I take myself on dates all the time. Yes, it's like totally fine. Like yeah. I, I've gone, my my girlfriend's mom always goes and sees a movie by herself. Mm-hmm. We go see movies with her all the time. She gets, she has friends, like she, but she mm-hmm. gets off work and she wants to go see a movie and she goes and sees movies. Constantly photos of like old women, old men eating alone. Yeah. Imagine seeing that photo of you on the internet and someone being like, I'm literally sobbing watching this person eat. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck you. And part of me is like, yeah, it's a society we've created. Like, we do not value elderly people. Not in a, like, Republican respect your elders way, but in, like, a, in, like an ableist way. It's like, yeah. our world is not set up for people who are not fully able-bodied. Yeah. And so our our country, and other countries too, but, like, specifically this one, the second you are not fully able-bodied, like, you are very forgotten by our yeah. society. So it just feels very frustrating when everyone's like, it's like when people call old people cute. I'm like, oh yeah. Unless they're really cute, like they're doing something really cute in the same way that if I did something cute. But I'm like, why are you calling them cute? Like that's so yeah. degrading. It's so like just like, and I don't think it's meant to be rude. But I think we just don't value them so much. So then we see a video of one of them eating alone, and we assume like, oh, they just have no one in their life to eat food with. And it's like yeah. maybe that's true, but 
you don't think that when you see a 20 year old eating alone and they could also be in that same situation. I think it just feels very weird where it's like, well, maybe if you were so sad for them that. Yeah. It's like, but we've created this dynamic of just like not caring about old people not you and i or no you're not you're, the individual but <laughs> exactly you know I mean. no but you're absolutely right and i like um the ableist and i mean it, it could obviously like flow into misogyny but the labeling an old person cute is infantilizing and so where that does fall into ableism is that a lot of times you'll like treat like disabled people like they're a child yeah like they're a full-grown adult that you're like what are you doing today? And the, they're like, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm not like a child. So like, yeah, like um, they, I guess like they see old people and disabled people and they're like, oh, they can't, why are they functioning out in society by themselves? Oh, and that's just like, they're fully grown adults, you know? Literally my dad, so like my dad was in a wheelchair my whole growing up and, but he always was like, his mind was fine. Yeah. I mean, it, Besides the ways it was already messed up before he was in the wheelchair, yes. like he was not perfect, but he the, he was not like uh, mentally because of his stroke, he would get like angry sometimes. Like his emotions were a little intense, but like yeah. he was all there. Like he was not like at all confused in any capacity. My whole growing up watching people interact with my dad was such like a frustrating but fascinating thing. And my girlfriend and I went out to dinner with him like two years ago. And the waiter, <laughs> this waiter was crazy in a lot of ways. Yeah. First of all, we had a reservation. We get there. They're like, it's going to be 20 minutes. Yeah. We don't have a table. And not a big deal. My dad is in a wheelchair, so he cannot. It's a really tiny restaurant. Yeah. The, he, they're like, stay there. Waiters keep walking around him and be like, excuse me, sir. I'm like, where the fuck is he going to go? Yeah. He's in a, he cannot move to the side. He's yeah. in a wheelchair. Like, it was, So people are already just like unaware. Then this server comes up and is like, uh, well, the host seats us. She's like, what can I get you guys? We were like, oh, we wanted to order like sangria for the table. She's like, I don't do that. That's the waiter's job. <laughs> we're like, okay. Then I guess we'll wait for the waiter. Yeah. The waiter comes. She's like, we order sangria. She puts it on the table and I was. she's like, do you want me to pour it for you? I was like, oh, no, I can pour it. She goes, no, let me pour it. She proceeds to pour it all over the table. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> then, which is once again, fine. Yeah. Like, whatever. But it just made me laugh because I was like, that's kind of what you told thought I was going to do. But you did yeah. She then forgets about us. She comes back. She wraps her arms around my dad. I can't <gasps> express this. This is, a, this is not an exaggeration. Puts her hands around my dad. She said, and what can I get for you? Oh, my God. My dad is like, luckily, my dad had a good sense of humor. But he's like looking at me and Jordan being like, this is the craziest thing. He's like, I'm going to have a burger. She Then we saw her eat a salad off a table. I... In front of everyone. I mean, she's oh just like, grab- I think she was drunk is what I can only assume. She uh-huh. seemed drunk. Um, then my dad's burger comes. She's like, do you want me to cut that for you? Uh-huh. He was like, oh, that'd be great. Cause yeah. he only had one hand. She puts no napkin, but also this is crazy. Even with that, I mean, she puts her hand on his burger and it's just like cutting it in front of him. And she's like, is that good for you? Big guy. <laughs> We're like, oh my God. Then this part's less, uh, this part's not ableist. It just was insane. She then asks us to order uh-huh. and she goes, actually read it for me. Sexy. To our whole table. She's drunk. Yeah. She had to be <laughs> yes. drunk. We could not. But like we thought about that later. But in the moment we were just like what is. Because it was like each thing individually wasn't like that crazy. It was just like all of it together was the most insane thing I've ever experienced. She then is like read it sexy. Of course I um, am so unconfrontational. I attempted to read this woman the menu in a sexy voice. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Uh-huh. She then goes after I read like two things. She goes that's not sexy. 
Then my girlfriend takes it and is like, really takes one for the team. What like what was happening is crazy. The fact that we were all just like so scared, we were just doing this for this woman. Yeah. My girlfriend reads it in a sexy way. She then stops us mid-order and is like, you guys are ordering a lot. <laughs> and we were like, okay. She then, just like multiple more things happened. I can't even remember what else happened. It was like eight other things happened that were insane. Uh-huh. Then this table, she's like serving this other table. And they ordered drinks. And she was like, that's going to take a while. Which is crazy. Uh-huh. And then they come pretty fast. And they kind of joked with her. They're like, oh, you said it's going to take a while. That was pretty fast. And she goes... Uh, well, that's what tits will get you. Uh-huh. I don't know what that means. Were you at a TGI Fridays? I was at a, this is the craziest part. I was at a nice restaurant. Uh-huh. This was like an expensive, nice restaurant. It was a restaurant in my hometown that we went a lot to. Yeah. Because like, it was like, you'd go for celebrations. It was like a nice restaurant. Uh-huh. Oh, also, this was, um, it was not during peak COVID, but this was like still people were wearing masks. She was the only server not wearing a mask. She's up right next to my disabled father breathing yeah. in his mouth basically it was just so nuts but it was a lot of things like that growing up where I would watch people and when you're a kid it's bizarre because you think of your parents as like the highest form of authority yeah and uh, ever I would go out with my dad I would watch adults talk to my dad like he was a baby uh-huh. and I was like why are they talking to him like that I like calling him big guy patting yeah. him on the shoulder can get you anything like it was always just so weird and I think it really opened my eyes to like you know because and also it was everyone that's the thing it's like a lot of people who you don't even think people are better now yeah but it wasn't just like oh we met one time an asshole who was like super rude to my dad it was like people who I think are really nice people yeah just are like naturally so condescending to disabled people oh yeah like, and they don't, not trying. They're just like, can't not talk to my dad in a wheelchair in a baby voice. And I'm like, yeah. please stop. Yeah. If I, like, I mean, it's, like, uh, the disabled people and old people, it's like, the immediate pity is, like, so annoying. Or, like, I mean, or it's like, the it reminds me of when you film, like, a plus-size person at the gym you shouldn't be filming. It's just, like, this inspiration porn of like elderly, disabled, plus size. Look at, you can't, they can't do anything normally. And now they're going above and it's like so degrading. But yeah, that is the most insane thing I've ever heard. I was trying to think of... um, That woman is not a representation of most people. She was nuts. I could not. We were like crying, laughing. Like me, my mom, my dad, and Jordan were like, (laughs) it's like one of my favorite memories, honestly, because it was such a bad dinner. But like we were cackling. Like we could not stop laughing. It was just so bizarre. It was like... She just kept getting weirder. Like, it just kept... I can't... I, there was one other thing she did that was crazy. I can't remember what it was. But it just was so bizarre. And then she was just, like, all over my dad, just, like, touching my dad. And, like, I don't know. It was so, so weird. I don't know. But, um... I do have a weird moment that's not related to disability. Yeah, what is well, it? Well, I guess my mom is an amputee, so maybe... Is she? Yeah. Have you told me this for What... I said what arm. I just assumed Part of her um, foot got crushed off. Okay. Yeah. So she's um but yeah, she is she's so I guess she is disabled. Um but yes, uh this is not does not have anything to do with it. It's just people acting weird. Um there was we were all on a road trip with just my mom and all the kids were in the car and this it was like middle of the night, this guy comes up and starts peeing on the front tire on my car. And my little old mom comes like running out of the gas station and full on <laughs> tackles him. And, like, he falls to the ground, and um, the only thing he said is, you made me pee on myself. 
<laughs> I do just like very few people do this to me, but I feel like your mom is one of those people where I'm like, it's almost like the worse she gets, the more I like her. It's just like every mo- story I hear, I'm like, it just is so fascinating. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she- I mean, that I was feeling that way about the waitress, like the, the initial just like <laughs> hugging your father. I was like pissed. But the fact that it kept going, I was like, what the? She's actually like a rich, she's perfect for TV. She was wild. And I have a photo of me somewhere I need to find because after all this has happened, we look up and there's a huge sign on this restaurant's uh, wall. Yeah. And it is a crazy sign. And it says, at fill in the blank restaurant, mm-hmm. we do laughs, we do family. We do mistakes. We do I'm sorry's. <laughs> yes. And I was like, what is this? Like, what restaurant puts that sign? First of all, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. But it felt so like it was put up. It's like, it felt like it was only put up when this waitress was working. Because yeah. Because I was like, this is, I've never, everyone else here is so normal. Yeah. What was her name too? It was like, it was, um. she had a crazy name too. I can't remember. She was yeah. wild. And we walked home and we were all just like dying laughing. She was so insane. I think it's so funny when a, a company slogan kind of manages your expectations. Yeah. Like it'd be, what's that? Like when you're here, your family. I think it'd be so funny if it's like <laughs> when you're here, you made it. <laughs> when you what? When you're here, you made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're here, <laughs> you welcome. When you're, here, <laughs> when you're here, here we are. <laughs> Like it's, 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 I love a backpedaling on it. That's so funny. We make mistakes. And when you're I, here, I'm sorry. Yes. Truly wild. That restaurant, and now I keep asking if we can go back. And my girlfriend's like, we're never going back to that restaurant. I'm like, I have to go back. It's too, I, I wonder if she's still working there. Uh, you should go back and be like, wait, no, that's messed up. What? <laughs> I should make my dad died. My dad's dead. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. She also clearly thought he was my grandfather. But this is, a, it's like my dad looked older because uh-huh. he was old, so older than me, obviously. Yeah. Than me. He was a little bit older than my mom, but he also was very sick. Uh-huh. So like he always looked even older than he already was. Because yeah. he died when he was uh, 70. But yeah. if you've seen a photo of him, he looks much older than 70. Uh-huh. Um, and so I always grew up with people thinking he was my grandfather too. Uh-huh. And I think... Uh, yeah, I just think if they knew he was my dad also, maybe they'd be like in front of me, wouldn't speak to him like that. Yeah. Because they'd be like, this is her dad. So I'm not going to be like, hey, buddy. Like crazy. People yeah. talk to the, I mean, imagine if you walked up to a bank counter and they were like, hey, little girl. Like, it would yeah. be, I would be like, shut the fuck up. But like, that was like all my dad ever dealt with. And he like was fully like, I think it's like he, he was like in a wheelchair, but he, he was paralyzed, but he had access to like his hand. Yeah. He like talked he could use his hand to gesture or whatever so i'm like obviously then you start thinking about like any disability that's like more severe than that like how yeah. those people are treated it just slowly gets like more and more insane yeah um i mean i know people always talk about when like high schoolers like a popular girl would get paired up with like a kid in a wheelchair oh yeah and then she'd like post a photo being like my boyfriend yeah <laughs> and the guy in the wheelchair is like shut the fuck up no Why exactly or, like, worse, like, maybe they do think that's, like, they see that post and then are, like, confused. Like, yeah. it's just, like, so bizarre to me. Um, but, yeah, watching people, but I think because people sometimes thought he was my grandfather, uh-huh. they would still feel comfortable, like, being very condescending to him in front of me. Um, and so I think just sometimes with the elderly people, I'm, like, I, I really appreciated this season of The Golden Bachelor. Uh-huh. 
because I was very nervous for it. Yeah. I think I felt as though they were going to be very mean uh-huh. to them. Not in a way that was purposeful, like, we're try- but I thought it was going to be, like, just very condescending. Like, yeah. let's try to watch these cute little old people mm-hmm. find a con- And I think it's been very nice. Like, I think it's felt good to me. I mean, I'm not yeah. an old person, so maybe an old person can weigh in on it. But um, I think it just feels so frustrating. I'm like, an elderly person sitting alone is not... It's also like if I, I've seen videos too where like an elderly person is eating alone and then someone like goes and joins them. Oh like yeah. If I was eating alone and a stranger came in and was like, "Can I join you?" I would be like, "Please don't." Oh yeah. I, I mean, want to be by my like they're extra they're introverted elderly people. There literally, are, you know. I mean, if you think about working alone at a coffee shop and someone's like, "Oh, they look so sad," so they come up to you. You're like, oh, my, I don't want to entertain you. If it's like a burden, but yeah, it's like Stephen King. He's like, I'm writing a book. Get away from yeah. me. I'm like, it's just so it's so frustrating to me. Yeah, and it's also one of those things where I'm like, you feel sad for them because of a government issue. Like in yeah. at the core of it, it's like our like our government does not take up care of like elderly. You mean systemic? Uh, yeah, like a systemic, but also like you'll see like an, an elderly person. I feel like people have filmed before like an elderly person working at like a fast food restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, isn't this so sad? And it's like, yeah, yeah it is really sad. Like, but yeah. not because it, it's like not. I feel like for the reason you're saying it's like oh, yeah. sad because like this shouldn't be happening. Like, oh, yeah. This poor person does like not have a retirement, clearly has no support, doesn't know like. Or even down to, like, I know elderly people. Like, it just, I mean, I could go on and on yeah. and on. But it's, like, I feel like our government doesn't take care of, like, addicts necessarily. Yeah. And so it's, like, yeah, I know people who have, like, gambled away their retirement or whatever yeah. it is. So I think there's a lot of things that are posted that are, like, isn't this sad? What to do? And I'm, like, yeah. well, yeah, you got to, you know, yeah, no. vote. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly what you mean. People are so uh, surface level because it's, like, the easiest thing to process, like, inspiring my mailman turned 85 and delivered his last package that's so sad or like um I know. this kid uh, we all raised money for him to buy a car oh. to go yeah <laughs> yes i there was one that was like so what was it it was like a big article and i'm gonna word it wrong but it was something along the lines <gasps> of a a like a mechanic a high school like robotics team yeah builds xyz for like their teacher who basically like needs a yeah something yeah. i don't know some insane like medical issue and it's like a positive thing and i'm like if you don't see how fucking crazy this is yeah like this is not a positive article this is so sad oh yeah kylie jenner posting that fundraiser for her <laughs> friend with cancer okay i understand you it's don't want to you don't want to be used by your friends but uh it's still you the you posted it you could easily like if you're if you care that much that you would post it this is obviously someone close to you because she's not posting fundraisers left and right but like you could have you're a billionaire what it's so great we were my girlfriend were talking about this the other day we were like if we were ever rich 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 yeah. rich rich you know like not even a billionaire but just like loaded loaded yeah the way in which my friends would never work again. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? I would be like, I'm buying you all a house. You're never have to. I mean, especially like my friends who are like having a tough time. It's like there would be none of that. It would yeah. just be like everything's paid for. This is all inclusive. I think that was crazy. No, yeah. I mean, even now, like I'm like well off. Like and my friends are like ranging in their 20s. And whenever we I go out to eat with my friends, if I, I don't actually don't even care if they're well off. I'm like, let me cover 100%. the bill like and i don't care like so it's crazy that you would let your friends at least i mean you uh, i can tell the difference between someone who's using me and someone who's just like a good yes. like they're fine 
So like I'm not letting people use me. I mean I have in the past, but like <laughs> I'm saying like if I have the money to take care of everyone here, because it's also not. I think older generations consider money as such like a ego. It's like so based in worth. Yeah. So based in like whatever, and I just do not view it in that way in any capacity. Yeah. So I think like I view it as such a technical thing where I'm like if I'm out to dinner. Obviously, I'm not sharing this with the person I'm dinner with, but it's like if I am out to dinner with a friend who I like, for example, I know maybe is struggling right yeah. now. Who's like said to me? Who's like opening up to me, being like, "I'm so stressed about like paying my car yeah. payment or whatever," and then they still feel pressure to like, "Well, you got the last one, so let me get this one." Yeah. Like that's crazy. Like yeah. that is actually crazy. Like this has nothing to do with our worth. Like that is like literally doesn't make sense to me. Like maybe I'm just being too literal, but I'm like yeah. that does not make sense. Yeah, and there's also a point in which like a lot of people are like. I feel like people who warn people too much where they're like, be careful if someone's using you. I feel like that person, if anything, is projecting because you're seeing a lot of relationships as transactional. Yeah. Like most of us are adults who can tell like we're not being used. I mean, like, y yeah. Also, you have to be used <laughs> in like a vacuum. I don't have to say this correctly, but like I think there's people I've heard where they'll be like, well, I was friends with someone for eight years and then we X, Y, Z and they tried to use me for this. And yeah. I'm like, if you were friends for eight years and they tried to use you for one thing, I don't know if that's really using you. I think that's like, mm -hmm. they're your friends so they were asking you for something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it's like, I don't know, if I like was friends with someone for even a couple years and they were always like super reliable. Yeah. And then for example was like, hey, can you introduce me to your agent? Yeah. It's different than like a random person being like, hey, I know we haven't chatted since high school, but oh, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, it's not using, that's like what a friendship is. It's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, I always get, you can always get a ride to LAX from me because I, you're my friend all the time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's like just different. No, yeah, like I had a friend. I t okay, so I have two cars, but I don't need two cars. So uh, Naomi, my partner, needs to get to work. So I gave them my old car because it's paid off. I was talking to a friend about it and they were like, do you feel like Naomi's using you? I was like, the car is free. Yeah. Like, I don't have two parking spaces. I don't need two cars. They need to get to their job. But also, like, they're not dating you because they the have car. that car. And if they, okay, if Naomi disappears. If we find that out. I'll be like, okay, you know what? I got some, I got to really text someone. But right, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you got to. But that's not using, it's like, I think people are so scared of getting, like, fucked with. Yeah. Which, like, I get that comes from, like, trauma. trauma. Yeah. I do understand that. But I think even sometimes, like, with finance finances and couples for example it's like I think I've heard of like one one person in the couple makes a shit ton of money yeah the other person like they they're like you don't have to work anymore the, to the other person like you can do yeah. xyz here are the things in our home not like oh you can just sit on your ass all day yeah. but like you have this hobby you love doing or you love whatever I think people get very like ooh, that's not good though yeah. it's not good and I'm like it is it's just so couple to couple like if yeah. it's not good it's not good but if it is if that scenario is not crazy. Like, yeah. you don't need... Sometimes time is worth so much more than having two salaries. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I honestly recently have just been, like, not about gender roles or anything, not like, oh, women should be in the house, but yeah. I I'm starting to be like, somebody needs to be in the house because taking care of a house is so much work. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm yeah. just constantly overwhelmed with my house, and I am just like... To my girlfriend, we're like, one of us has got to quit our job and just be there. And we have a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. I I'm like, I, how is this so hard to take care of? I feel like I'm always behind on chores. Yeah. It's a separate <laughs> issue. But. I love waking up and just cleaning. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things about, well, when Maybe I, I should our, live at your house. You, if you want to move <laughs> in, you're welcome to. It's a hell clean. of a commute. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah. I just like every, when I edit our podcast, 
that's one of my like favorite work things I have to do because I yeah. just turn it on. And the only thing I don't like about it is I don't like listening to myself talk. But besides that, I can just yeah. like, do other things while I listen to it. Um, no, yeah, it was nice. This morning I, I was doing my makeup while listening to it, and it just felt like it. It felt like it was really good. Yeah, we did a good one. <laughs> we did a good one. We had a nice flowing conversation. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, uh, I felt bad though. Sorry, this is the last thing I say. I know we're out of time, but there was when I was editing this morning, I had to text Sarah because Sarah said like such a funny joke, and I like fully didn't hear it. And I don't think we had two guests, and they didn't hear it. You kind of like said it a little quietly. You said it as if you're like I thought it was a perfect joke. It was literally so smart. I like couldn't believe it. It made me laugh so hard in the kitchen, and I like literally paused it and texted you because I was like. You said it. Basically, okay, earlier in the conversation, we've been talking about how we all did regional theater and community theater, and we'd have to be at late until midnight. Uh-huh. And then we were talking about how, like, t- being a Taylor Swift, way later in the conversation, we are talking about how being a Taylor Swift fan takes a lot of effort and too much work. And then Sarah said, yeah, it's like being in regional theater. You have to leave at midnight. And no one caught it, and I just thought it was, like, so funny I and love so smart. A, I think my favorite, I just love a good callback. <laughs> So, so many like double meanings in one word and you just threw it out as if it was like a transition and we all, nobody laughed or said anything about it. And listening, I was like, I got to text Sarah because I can't have her listening to that and being like, that was such a good joke and no one fucking heard it. Mm -hmm, But now that you've acknowledged it, I feel, that feels really nice. (laughs) You know, like that, you know, I don't know. Because I feel like it would make me, if I said such a good joke and no one laughed, I think it'd make me be like, those people are idiots. Yes. <laughs> so like, I can't ever think I'm an idiot. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening. If you don't film people, don't film seriously. I mean, it. You gotta. It's just so. It can be so bad. I mean, and you don't know everyone's. You can't live life worrying about everyone's lives and what yeah. they're doing. But filming people in public is so easy to not do, and you yeah. don't know what other people are going through. I've heard of people being like filmed, and then they're like, "Yeah, I'm like hiding from like an ex partner," and like. Yeah. Now they know where I go to the gym at and X, Y, Z. It's like, stop filming people in public. It's like so unnecessary. And mm-hmm. that's coming from someone who, for a living, films in public. Yes. Um, ignore the situation and boil it down to consent. Is this person capable of giving consent and have they given consent? I- apply it across a broad spectrum of scenarios. Consent is the main thing. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. the world just doesn't revolve around. Because even like I film videos in Target constantly. Yeah. And. It takes triple the time because anytime I'm recording and someone walks by, yeah. we have to cut and restart. That's not that person's fault. They're at a grocery store. Like, yeah. Target is there for people to shop. It is not there for me to be filming content. In. Yeah. It is fully like me. I need to be the one working around other people. Yeah. But it's like, yes, it takes extra time. Don't film. But in terms of just filming people to film people, really don't do that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you're not raising awareness. I'm so sick of the word raising awareness. It needs you're to be not. removed from the internet for a while because I'm like, what are you raising awareness for? People always pictures of their they'll start filming their kids who have like a disability mm-hmm. for example filming their kid filming the kid yep. who's like fully unable to consent and like this is just raising awareness <laughs> for fucking what you're aware for that you have what? a kid yeah. for what now I know you have a kid like it's like for what and you can always raise also you can raise awareness about something without showing but anyways I just think it's so interesting or it'll be like I'm filming myself talking to this homeless person to raise awareness for people who are homeless I'm like what is this word is Mm-hmm. The death of me. Anyways, if you were raising awareness, how about you link something from the government so we can vote and like help house people? <sighs> but um, listen to us on if you're <laughs> on YouTube, you should like and subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you should give us a thumbs up or rate us five stars, whatever the voting system is on there. Yeah, yeah, we'd appreciate it. I don't know if you already said this about YouTube. 
Should I go YouTube? I did. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. Um, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you, Sarah, have a great week. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. <laughs> and if this is, comes out around the holidays, happy holidays. And if not, so. Bye. Happy bye, January. Finding a doctor is truly the hardest thing on planet Earth, which is so unfortunate because when you're feeling really sick, the last thing you want to do is talk to an old man who has no idea what you're going through and doesn't understand anything about medical stuff or science and just tells you to drink more water. That is just the worst feeling ever. And that's why I use ZocDoc. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. It's the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable and actually listen to you. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com BCC and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com BCC. ZocDoc.com BCC.